Time you dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Hello and welcome to Quarantine Confessions. This is the show where you tell us all the weird things that you do because you're stuck at home and can't go anywhere. And joining me today is Jordan Coburn. Hey, Jordan. Hello. Good to be here on this day of sin. <laughs> I'm AG, by the way, if I forgot to tell you. And um, uh, we have so many great confessions today. If you want to send your confessions in, you go to quarantineconfessionspod.com and you can send them in there. If you're a patron, you'll get this episode early and ad-free. You'll get it on Fridays. Otherwise, it goes out to the public on Saturdays. Thank you so much for listening. This is one of the, like, we go a little off the rails on this show and uh, I'm excited to get started. So let's, <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm going to kick this off with a confession from Phil pronouns he him and phil says this has been stuck in my head ever since last week's quarantine confession and i believe this seems like it's to the tune of batman so i'm gonna sing it na 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 butt scan na 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 butt scan yeah so oh my thank you phil that is perfect I, uh, hey, send us your butt scans. If anyone has an actual printer large enough to fit their whole butt, I would love to see that. If Don't you're... break your printers, though. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> you might have to develop a pulley system to accommodate this, but I think it's worth it. If you can just get the, get a slight hover going on, and you can get... Yeah, hover. Yes, get a nice picture. Um, if you could refrain from sending any cock and balls, that's preferable, though not required. Hmm. Yes. Sometimes uh, it happens. That's too. Yes. Quarantineconfessionspod.com. Click contact. <laughs> send us your butt scans. Um, uh, so fun. Butt scans. That's from the last episode. So if you didn't hear the last episode, it's still funny. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, um, who's, up, who's up next? I am. Um, Julie. I mean, Julie is. Uh, Julie, for now, <laughs> she heard. Hello, warrior women of beans, sending you all great love and light. My confession is quite small, but it makes me smile when I think about it. I am one of your many bedtime listeners. I wait until the patron episode drops each night, have my THC tea, pop in my earbuds, and settle in bed for the night. This week's episode on Tuesday, I think, uh, it started off in the A block with Jordan's Putin cuck comments and then transitioned to AG's <laughs> pool noodle wet willy with Medusa snake hose heads while you both went into a fit of giggles. I started laughing so hard without making any sound that my sleeping husband bolted up in bed next to me and shouted, Earthquake! <laughs> oh my god, what has happened to your husband? <laughs> 
<laughs> I lay there quietly pretending it was not me who was shaking. Oh, that's so funny. Who was shaking the bed while he rolled over and went back to sleep? Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> so did he vaguely wake up? Like like he half woke up to to sound the alarm, and then his conscience somehow made the assessment it wasn't a real threat and allowed him to just go back to sleep. That's amazing. Uh, thank you for not only bringing the tough stories to keep us informed, but more importantly, the much needed laughter. I know your well deserved vacation is coming up. I am bracing myself for less critical updates and hoping for a slow news week so you are not tempted to do a podcast spoiler alert we're already tempted um we will be fine for a week honest we will (laughs) (laughs) earthquake that's so funny (laughs) by the way the sentence the sentence I started off in the A block with Jordan's Putin cut comments and transitioned to AG's pool noodle wet willy with Medusa snake hose heads. Yeah. <laughs> Just is the best sentence <laughs> yeah. I've heard in a long time. This is the hard hitting news that we cover on the Daily Beans. Yes. Yes, it is. You should listen if you don't. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Uh, That's oh. weird if you listen to this in the Daily Beans. <laughs> All right. Next up. Um from anonymous pronoun she her 22 years ago i named my son after robert e lee my husband is also named after a confederate general so i thought it was a nice nod in my to my in-laws besides i had learned during the quote great americans unit in fourth grade that lee had freed his slaves it wasn't until charlottesville that my son and i learned it was a myth Fortunately, my Lee and much of his generation is far more politically aware and progressive than I was in my 20s. And I hope the day comes soon when millennials and Gen Z pry power out of the boomers' hands and move this country closer to our ideals. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what the good thing about names is? Hell of a confession. No one asks why you're named that ever, really. (laughs) So you don't even have to worry about uh, addressing that. You can just move on with a new Lee. Turn I'm, over, turn, turn a new Lee. I'm, I'm named after, I'm named after Lee Jeans. Turn a new Lee. Nice. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. The jeans, of course, the jeans. Yeah. Obviously, Lee Jeans. That's, uh, yeah. I, I'm with you. They are, they're getting increasingly progressive. And when I say they, I mean humans. Us. <laughs> We're getting, we are getting. I think, uh, to a better place. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I do think with enlightenment and knowledge and uh, presumably those are things that would increase over time, you become more compassionate and your policy making will also reflect that. That's what I believe and hope. Believe and hope. <laughs> it's a double same double thing. All right. Next up from anonymous pronouns he him. I live in Texas. There are a lot of Trump yard signs in my neighborhood. I, I love all of the yard sign content. Um I've, I've been, I've been, it's campaigning season. I've been toying with the idea of getting custom made bumper stickers to adorn Trump signs with the messages, uh, Ayak and Akim, Akim, A K I M. These are shorthand KKK messages for Are You a Klansman? A Klansman I Am. If they are going to label themselves, they might as well be properly labeled. I hope someone reports their hate to the HOA. Though, if someone were to sell stickers to make it easy to convert Trump pent signs to I Pump Penis signs, I'd buy those kits by the dozen. <laughs> that's that's risky. That's some that's some risky guerrilla marketing. Wow. I didn't even know about Ayak Akim. I had, I had never heard of that. Me neither. Are yeah. you a Klansman? A Klansman I am. Yeah. By the way, shouldn't it be Akia? Like a Klansman I am, I guess the letter M. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's like, it's a Klansman and then they switch to the conjunction of I am, I am. 
that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah, gross. Ugh. Although I do love the idea of turning Trump Pence signs into I pump penis. That's very <laughs> yeah. creative. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. That that's definitely taking a page out of the like escalate to expose the bias uh, handbook. You know, like mm. intentionally getting arrested, uh, stuff like that. So that's. I would love to hear our listeners' opinions on that, actually, because I'm sure there could be an extensive discussion about that. Either way, your heart is <laughs> in the right place 100%, and if you do it, I hope it works out exactly how you hoped, and the HOA has to go have a talk with them, and then they could be like, meh, but I didn't, I'm not a Klansman, and then they have to sit there, and then, like, who knows, maybe they actually are. That's the fucked up thing. They could see that and be like, sick, nice, I guess I don't have to order these online anymore. Mm. Take something off my to-do list. And they probably have, they probably have like a canned answer for if they're asked about what it is. They're probably like, oh, uh, it means, uh, are you a kitchen lover? And a kitchen lover, I might be. You know, maybe they (laughs) maybe they have something pre like canned, like a canned response to, no, no, it doesn't mean that. It means, uh, you know, are you a kangaroo? A kangaroo, I am. Probably, Uh, you know. A kangaroo I am? That's so much more adorable than racism. It really is. Yeah, it really um, is. And it's too bad that the racists stole it because now we can't use it for kangaroos. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are. What are you going to do? Kangaroos All right. and next. <laughs> next up um, is from Anonymous, pronoun she, her. I got divorced last year, and this was supposed to be my Big year in all caps. I was looking forward to more fun with my single girlfriends, getting out to mingle with meetups, summer festivals, etc. But then COVID. I joined an online dating service last weekend, put out an appealing photo or two with some interesting things about myself. Bam! I got overwhelmed with lots of male attention. Just what I needed. It was fun to text and all with a few guys. And I finally got up the nerve to give my number to a cute, nice looking man who wanted to text me directly. While watching the convention and waiting for a real text from the nice guy, I got a like from a much younger man. I checked out his profile and and he was cute. I liked him back and immediately he started texting me in the app. He didn't seem too interested in my likes and dislikes, just jumping in about how he likes women like me. It was flattering and after not much attention from my ex for years, it was fun. I started flirting back. We got a little sexier. Yes. Suffice it to say, we had a sexting session. That was fulfilling for all. <laughs> fulfilling. He asked me to call him and I did. Ooh. <laughs> well, let's just say it was fun, but I don't think I will do that again. No. <laughs> no. His voice turned me off and maybe it's just back to the old vibrator for me. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Keep up the good fight. We will all get some real fun, sexy and otherwise, soon. Oh, my God. Patience. Thank you for a real, real confession. This is, uh, mm. yes. Dude, the voice, brutal. Oh, man. I wonder, <laughs> now I want to know what his voice sounded like. Was it like, does he truly have an egregious voice or was it just not your cup of tea? I wonder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, was he like, I want to know too. Oh. <laughs> Something horrible. Yeah. And how, like, how young was he? Was that what it was? Was it too young sounding or was it just. Like, did, was he was he maybe sounding a little bit like Kermit the Frog or something weird? <laughs> I gotta know. 
I gotta know. Uh, I need a follow up confession. Oh my god, I do feel, uh, dude. Voices. It's interesting. I've never heard a voice. I don't think I've ever been like, oh well, that's like a deal breaker. But I've definitely heard a voice and been like, oh my god, yes, that is a yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> totally. That's so funny though. I I commend you, dude. It is like, it is hard being thirsty right now. I feel you. <laughs> I'm three years out of a three-year relationship myself, just like, God damn it. I was so ready. Yeah. I was so... You got out of your relationship. I got divorced at Christmas, and then we had like a month to be like, party, and then bam, COVID. Yeah. COVID. COVID, COVID indeed. Yeah. Well, good luck. Keep well, us posted, please. Yes. Uh, I And I still, I know, I, I want to know why. The voice was a, a, a deal breaker, or at least like a no guy. I don't want to talk to that person again. Yikes. Um, all right. I'll tell you what. Stick around. We'll be right back. Uh, we have a quick word from a sponsor. And if you want these episodes ad-free, you can become a patron. It's three bucks a month. Uh, or you can sign up to be sponsored by someone who donates um, these memberships because there's a lot of people who can't afford to swing it right now. And so and if you want to buy a membership for someone who's in need, it's 36 bucks a year. And then uh, if you want to sign up, you can get on the wait list to have uh, uh, one of those free memberships bequeathed upon you. And you can do that all at quarantineconfessionspod.com. Just scroll down to the bottom of the front page and uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and today's episode of Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Guys, bros, fellas, listen up. This is for you. Mac Weldon makes the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, essentials, hoodies, sweatpants, more and more that you dudes will ever possibly be able to wear. But they have it all. Mac Weldon has reinvented men's essentials. Theirs are the longest-lasting, highest-quality items available anywhere. Mac Weldon started from scratch, engineering their own fabric, making sure the design process was meticulous, so you can count on the fit, being the same each time. The difference is in the details, so they're obsessed with every stitch, and they, you know, worked it out until they reached perfection. And Mack Weldon even has a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial and eliminate odor. Not only do their underwear, socks, shirts, and everything else look good, they're incredibly versatile, and they perform well, too. Great for working out, going to work, hanging out home in quarantine, or just, you know, everyday life. Mack Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all your basics and beyond are smartly designed, and shopping for them is easy and convenient and user-friendly. I recently went on their site to look for some gifts for some friends, and I really love the wide selection. All their products look amazing, beautifully designed, premium fabrics. They make your shopping experience a pleasure, and it's a breeze, too. And Mack Weldon wants you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they'll still give you a refund. Woohoo! No questions asked. The folks at Mack Weldon have created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life, and once you reach level 2 by spending just $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. Right now, our listeners can get 20% off your first order by visiting MacWeldon.com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. That's MacWeldon.com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. Hello, everyone. We are back, and we have a horny Woo. millennial as our next confessor. Oh. That is the name they maybe given. this is <laughs> maybe this is the bad voice person from the previous po- the previous confession. If it's not, I was going to say, said- but for right before the break, uh, that I didn't think or say it quick enough. We should bring on that man or person. Um, I forget if what. Anyways, we should bring them on and then see how their voice is, and then we'll. Two words with one stone. Number one, we can see for ourselves, answer the question. Number two, maybe his voice will do it for someone else. It will give mm. him a chance at love, you know? 
Yes. We can be the new, better, and m- more improved Chuck Woolleries that aren't <laughs> racist. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, anyways, but yeah, who knows? Maybe this guy's him. Let's listen. Okay. Horny millennial. <laughs> Pronounce him. Forgive me, ladies, for <laughs> I have sinned. My sin is one of lustful thoughts. Of who you ask? Well, AOC. Seriously, she's really smart and is quick on her feet. There's this intensity about how she handles herself that is just really attractive. Intelligence and drive really turned me on. I get weak for a strong woman. Oh, yes. Then then I see her on social media posting videos with hip hop in the background and I just melt. She's a very attractive woman with all the traits that make my sensitive parts feel funny. Yes, no disrespect. I am an eat the rich lefty and our values align the way I wish our bodies could. (laughs) But damn it, I just can't stop these lustful thoughts. Much love to everyone, pod hosts and pod pets included. Oh my god, dude, AOC is fucking hot on all, like, every every single thing about her is so hot. I, I think there's many people that are in your situation. And also, just gonna throw this in there, one of the reasons why misogynists hate her so much is because she's so fucking mm. hot and strong. And powerful. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. So I love that that's your reaction. I love the sentence, I'm an eat the rich lefty and our values um, align the way I wish our bodies could. (laughs) Mm, Poetry. (laughs) Poetry for the revolution. Whoa. So, so good. Oh, yeah, she is, she is so hot. There's like that gif of her when she's like spinning around dancing or whatever. It's like, Jesus, you she's like a friggin' like model slash she looks like a spice girl, like in which she's like spinning and dancing and she's good at dancing and she's good at fucking over capitalists. She's the fucking best. <laughs> so yeah, good. and and you gotta wonder how much how much of that goes you know, how much that goes toward her just immense intelligence and her bravery and uh you know her her politics i mean that's the those are the things that i find attractive about people and regardless of what they look like that is sort of what uh, you know what do you call that like a cuz i know a bibliophile is somebody who's turned on by or somebody not turned on um but you know somebody's really into books so maybe there's like a some like some word for like a politic file or something like that oh, yeah. politico file sure. i'm sure what is that sapiosexual? Haven't we had this talk? We had this talk on the pod once before. But yes, oh, sapiosexual. That's yes, it. Yes, there's a term for everything. Okay, so sapiosexual. There's a bibliosexual, not file, but sexual at the end. I would then be a politicosexual. Uh, I that just that just uh, I get a justice boner. Justice turns my wheels. Totally. Uh, although the although the wheels grind slow. <laughs> Got some creaky wheels. <laughs> <laughs> remember we called it tantric justice yes yes exactly dude i'm like that with politics but also music the amount of times i've fallen for fuck boys because they have amazing taste in music is too many to count truly politics at least mm. yeah any any old schmuck can like any kind of music but uh it mm. takes it takes a but also there could be complete assholes that have the right political views too it's all it's all mm. it's all messed up you know what you just like what you like yes Yep, sorry. I never say yas. I yeah. actually tried to make a conscious effort to not. <laughs> it just, it just came out. It just, oh my gosh. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Next up from Confessor Felicity, pronoun she, her. Bless the leguminati. I would dearly love to adopt a pod pet during quarantine, but I'm severely allergic to animal dander. Buying some purebred hypoallergenic cat is not in our budget. 
and it would defeat the purpose of adopting. Since my husband and I like watching all the critters outdoors, he suggested we get a bird feeder. Three weeks later, we are mobbed every day from (laughs) dawn until dusk by a horde of house sparrows. They aggressively compete for access to the food, shove each other off the perch, and are getting noticeably fatter. (laughs) I'm afraid we are going to be ground zero for the next pandemic or birddemic by disrupting the local ecosystem in such a way. Our only hope is that the fat sparrows will eventually get too fat and, you know, to compete, and the other birds will dominate as the seasons change. Otherwise, apologies in advance for the sparrow invasion of 2021. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Your freaking deck is going to turn into, like, an Alfred Hitchcock scene. That's terrifying. That's freaking... That's so... Dude, birds, birds, when they come together, birds in mass is terrifying. It really is. They've got fucking talons, those pointy nails. It's for, and they're, and they Do the chickens have large talons? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's, uh, be careful. I'm sending you good, Mm. good bird vibes that everything doesn't take, take a turn south for the winter. Do they go south or north? I. They do. They go south for the winter in the northern hemisphere. Amazing. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you. Fly away home. (laughs) Um, Nice pun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Okay. So you could try a hummingbird feeder too. I mean, if sparrows are a little too aggressive and and shitty, they seem like assholes. Uh, You can try a hummingbird feeder. Those are very cute. They're very kind, kind, tiny birds. We were talking about this on um, one of the episodes of I Disagree about how, like, pigeons could be, like, rats of the sky, you know, which I guess is not a novel concept. But definitely I think that extends to these these kinds of birds, too, or it can at least. Their majestic nature goes away once you start seeing their primal bird shredding come out. They're like, what? Oh, like, it's, it's, it's so scary when they all start doing it at the same time. It's like, God, you could just, if you just all got together, you could just fucking, like, lift me up and out of this world <laughs> you can just it's like it's like seagulls right like seagulls like beach trash birds like they come they're there like we're sitting on the beach and then a seagull will if you have any kind of snacks the seagull will just sort of walk up and just sort of stand about five feet away from you and just sort of stand and not look right at you but like like you don't notice they're there and my friend Erin hates seagulls because I think one time when she was a kid a seagull swooped down and stole a sandwich out of her little brother's mouth and made him cry oh, yeah. so she was so we're sitting there on the beach and this fucking seagull comes up and he's just standing there, just kind of like not like like he was trying to be nonchalant, like I'm not looking at your food. And 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 my friend Aaron goes, look at this cunt. And I just laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, what is up with your what is up with your hostility towards the seagulls? And the, and the next time we went to the beach. Uh, it was me and two other friends, and Aaron was going to join us later. And I, I warned my friends. I'm like, she really hates seagulls. Watch. Don't mention it. Uh, but here's what she did the last time, and we all laughed. And then she gets there. Wasn't in five minutes in. She's like, look at these dicks over here. I fucking hate seagulls. Oh, my God. And everyone was laughing. And she's like, it's not that funny. I'm like, no, I, I told them you hated seagulls. And to not mention it until you did. And <laughs> we just all had a good laugh. Right on cue. Just mm. predictable as fuck. Yeah, that's uh, seagulls are. I mean, their lack of personal space is truly astounding, considering what complete irreverence the human race has demonstrated towards animals of all kinds. If I was an animal, I would stay the fuck away, dude. But these birds, man, they don't give a shit. They put their beak in everyone's business. They don't care at all. Respect. Um, 
All right, they're like the AOCs of fucking birds. Just strong, <laughs> hot, beautiful. Um, all right. <laughs> Confessor, anonymous, she slasher. Hello, ladies. Like many of us during quarantine, I have stopped wearing a bra. One of the few good things about staying, about having to stay home. I live in a narrow two-story house with a flight of steep stairs. Preparing to go outside now involves trudging upstairs to find a bra. This is an added inconvenience to putting on an uncomfortable undergarment. Then it dawned on me. I could simply leave a bra hanging on the hat rack. <laughs> it's a bra rack. It's not a hat rack. Who wears that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can leave a bra hanging on the hat rack next to our downstairs powder room. Um, I love I love how, like, for some reason, it's so unladylike, I guess, to have a bra rack it, because it means you're taking control of your own boobs, I guess. So having it next to a powder room, like, oh, excuse me, I need to uh, powder my nose and fucking right. Release, no, I think release my melons. It's. <laughs> I think, I think you hang the hat on the hat rack next to the powder room, and you hang your bra on the bra rack next to the shitter. I think. It's, yes. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, but exactly. I, yeah, I enjoy the. Exactly. I enjoy the it's a, powder room. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so good. Okay, uh, so this morning, I hung one up as discreetly as possible in the hopes that my husband wouldn't notice. Sure enough, this evening, I needed to run a quick errand. I headed to the hat rack, and there was my husband's pickleball gear hanging on the same hook as my bra. He either didn't notice or didn't care. So I'm keeping a bra on the hat rack from now on. Many thanks for all you do to keep up our spirits in these trying times. That's so great. I love the idea of your husband just looking at it and being like, yep, checks out. Just moving on. <laughs> just nothing. Yeah. No, yeah no and I love questions. that he has I love that he has pickleball gear. Pickleball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, what is that? No, I don't know. Uh, L- let's right. learn. Yeah. Let's learn. Let's learn. What is pickleball? Pickleball. Pickleball is a game. Yeah, I figured. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, learn about the fastest growing sport in America. Mm, oh. okay. uh, uh, why is it called pickleball? According to Barney McCollum, the game was officially named after the Pritchard's dog Pickles, who would chase the ball and run off with it. Uh, the Pritchard's had a dog named Pickles. If you're having fun at a party, right? So anyways, what the hell? Let's just call it pickleball. And then... How do you play pickleball? It looks like a tennis kind of a game. Yeah, or like a little um, uh, a Scoring a pickleball game is played to 11 and must be won by two points. The serve must be hit with an underhand swinging motion. Uh, double bounce rule if the ball is served and the player on the receiving side must let the ball bounce once before hitting it. No volley zone. Okay, so it's like it's like giant ping pong. All right. All right, pickleball. Wikipedia's got a page for it. It's a paddle ball sport, similar to a racket sport. It combines tennis, badminton, and table tennis. Aha, ping pong. Cool. Dude, there's nothing more exciting than YouTubing ping pong tournaments, like professional ones. It's oh, they're crazy. crazy. Holy shit. Or there's this like indoor soccer ping pong fusion thing. Have you seen that shit? It's like you play soccer. It's like you play ping pong, but with a soccer ball and you can use your feet and you're like kicking it over this table. That's kind of like, it's it seems to have similar rules to ping pong. It's fucking crazy. Like the kill shots these people do. It's insane. Right, that's bananas. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up from uh, Confessor Chelsea. No pronouns listed. Speaking about how people see symbols in the Disney logo. Well, a few months ago, my husband pointed out to me that the Amazon logo, which is supposed to be an arrow, really looks like a penis. Now, every time I see that logo in my mind, I can't not see the Amazon penis. Listen to you every day. 
Love you, gals. God, something something tells me if Bezos could have that be the logo, he would. Just a dick. Just a big dick. Yeah, he seems like a guy that would like that kind of, you know, I don't know, just all those CEO types. Maybe that was the first submission and that focus groups are like, looks like a, a th- th- that is a dick. And he's like, all right, well, we'll modify a little bit. And so right. now it's just like more subtle, you know. Yes, exactly. With a bend in it. <laughs> yeah. A subliminal peen must be entered into all marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the way for Bezos to subliminally insert his penis into everyone's home. That's, I think, what it is. Right. Right, because everybody having half of their items from him is not enough. It needs to go mm-hmm. farther, deeper. Bezos. Uh, farther, deeper, Bezos. He's going to run for office, mark my words. That will be his campaign slogan, and they will not pay me mm. for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, from anonymous pronouns, he, him. Before COVID happened, oh wait, it says he, him, question mark, so I don't know if that's a guess, or I'm just going to stick with anonymous uh, to be safe. Anonymous says, before COVID happened, I was thinking a lot about what being masculine slash feminine meant. Here we go. All right. Maybe this addresses the question mark. And determined that I wanted to try presenting more feminine, despite my main hobbies, competitive card games, being very cis male dominated. Since I've been working from home, it was a good opportunity to grow my hair out and focus more on things like skincare and makeup. I finally got the courage to order some new clothes and have worn a dress and skirts for the first time today, and I'm absolutely in love. I feel cute and pretty for the first time, and I'm incredibly happy that i have some close friends that have supported me through my experimentation have i mentioned how amazing tights are not sure how Mm. i feel about my personal gender going forwards but feeling incredibly happy in a way i haven't felt in a long time Mm. oh my gosh and then there's a picture thank you Mm. so much for sharing that that's like a very vulnerable thing to share and that's beautiful and yeah, fucking killing it. This warms my heart so much. I love that dress. Tights are amazing. And uh, also compression tights are really, really nice. They like lift your butt up real nice. And then also, mm-hmm. you know, a really good pair of yoga pants will do the same. Totally. Yoga pants yeah, are fucking amazing. But yeah, I feel like one of my favorite things to do with tights too is wear them like under shorts. That could be super cute too. If you get like yeah. shorts that are... Co- mm-hmm. For some reason, it like adds... Uh, it adds like a whole, you know, stylistic element while like mm. still still being um, cooler, but yeah. also cooler. <laughs> For us in the late eighties um, and ninety, early nineties, it was cut off jean shorts, like sh- shorter, not not like Daisy Dukes or anything, but cut off jean shorts, like maybe a little higher than mid thigh, I would say, with long johns, thermal underwear on underneath them. That was a very, very, and then you'd tie a flannel around your waist and wear a black tank top and then go to your Pearl Jam concert. That's what we, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I but anyway, that. wonderful. I'm glad that you feel yes. cute and pretty for the first time, and I'm glad that you're happy. And it's just wonderful when we find those things. And I'm, I'm my heart, my heart sings with this from this post. So thank you for yes. that. Yes. Also, if you're looking for new clothes and stuff, Thread Up is uh, they don't sponsor mm. us, but they're just an amazing online, you know, like secondhand store basically, and they have all these different kinds of brands. You can find stuff that's like whatever higher higher end. I don't know if it's higher quality necessarily, but they had a higher price tag on it at one point, so it's a little bit more expensive. And then they have stuff that's like uh, th- that's lower in price too, and it- it's really it's really awesome. And they have a really good return policy too. So if you're trying to like get a bunch of stuff and shop and not have to worry about a hassle return policy or anything, it's super fair and it's like affordable. And I would highly recommend it for trying out some new wardrobe stuff. Yep, yep, great. All right, well, thank you. Um, next up. 
from Confessor Anonymous she, her. Three months ago, I had a really rough day, declared fuck repsy. I guess that means when you have no fucks left to give. And bought a full three-gallon <laughs> tub of Dutch chocolate chip ice cream from my three-gallon tub of Dutch chocolate chip ice cream from my favorite local creamery. You may rem- remember the confession wherein I prided myself on being extraordinary, having extraordinary restraint that I showed using a bowl like a civilized human being rather mm. than standing over the counter with the entire tub of <laughs> ice cream and a spoon. I clung to that restraint like a life raft uh, as proof that even in quarantine, I'm functioning as a responsible adult human being. I just learned that a friend is on a ventilator after testing positive for COVID. I also learned that my dignity has left the building, perhaps having fled to a saner year or maybe a better planet. I don't remember making the decision, but I found myself standing in the kitchen, smeared in Dutch chocolate up to my elbow, frantically dredging the bottom of the tub with the spoon to extract the very last bit of chocolatey goodness. This is what it's come to. I'm not even ashamed. Fuck 2020. (laughs) Fuck COVID-19. Spoon drop. Oh, my God. And then it's a picture of an empty container of ice cream with the spoon at the bottom and the hand that dropped it. Wow. That reminds me of a a Thanksgiving that uh, where my best friend and I at the at the end of the night, we like sort of went into the kitchen and started picking at the turkey carcass, you know, and then we started picking a little more intensely and then we started getting kind of into it. And then I found like a chunk of meat that that, you know, like we, we didn't see it. It wasn't initially apparent. And and my friend went oh, mother load and we just started grabbing at it. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like our friends walk in and we are elbow deep in turkey carcass, grease everywhere, turkey on our faces. <laughs> Look up like we're oh, uh, hey. And yeah, so, you're on yeah. all fours on top of the countertop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> so I feel you. Um, yeah, all right. We have um, <laughs> we have one more quick break to get to, but we'll be right back with a few more confessions. So stick around. Hey, everybody. The next Quarantine Confessions are brought to you by the good people at Raycon. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard me rave about Raycon. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere and at a fraction of the cost. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, so you can easily drop hundreds of bucks on a pair. I did. But then I got Raycon, and they're a million times better. They started about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The newest model, the Everyday E25, they're the best ones yet. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and deep, rich bass. And they have a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. I love them uh, because they're comfortable, so they don't give me a headache. And, you know, sometimes that happens. And they're stylish and discreet, so they don't have dangling wires or stems to distract, like, during video calls. The sound is clear. It's no wonder celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Melissa Etheridge use Raycons. Snoop and Melissa, can you imagine that duet, like, if they got together? Uh, I, I think it would be great. But uh, but I'm not... But wait, let's see if I can do this. But I'm the only one who walk across the fire for you. And I'm the only one who can drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So, pick up your pair of Raycon wireless earbuds to see what all the hype is about. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. You get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash starburns. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, buyraycon.com slash starburns. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is AG and Jordan, and we're doing the last group of quarantine confessions. Jordan, you're, I think you're up next, right? Yes, I am. Thank you. Next up from Robin. That's my mother's middle name. Beautiful name. Oh. 
uh, pronoun she, her. On a lark, I began a sourdough starter in January, and I'm really glad I did. There's nothing like fresh homemade bread right out of the oven. Making no yeast bread is a time commitment, but since I'm working for my dining room until further notice, I have that time. The container uh-huh. the starter is in has a rubber seal around the lid, but when I fed it and it's warm out, sometimes it oozes through the seal and makes hilarious fart noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've named my sourdough <laughs> I've named my sourdough starter Mrs. Putwell. <laughs> fart jokes are never not funny. I agree. Also, bread bread farts if as if bread could have gotten any better. Uh, this is yep. incredible. Yep. Carb farts. My, I love it. My god. Amazing. <laughs> Big ups to everybody like mastering fucking home ec shit. Um, In January, that's... how long does it start? How how long does it take to do a uh, to make a loaf of bread? It's August. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have no idea. I've only heard of this concept of the sourdough starter. I've only heard it for the first time since quarantine, so it sounds like it's a lot of freaking work and expertise. That was me trying to put bread and expertise together. I don't think it worked, but you got to hear me try. <laughs> That's what counts. Um, yeah, I, I guess because you're not using yeast, you have to grow your own cultures and make ferment and... And, uh, you know, so that the bread rises, right? But I, I, didn't, I didn't know it took so long. Uh, hmm. And then you got to eat the bread fast or it'll go bad. <clears throat> Unless you freeze it. I mean, sourdough freeze is pretty good. Anyway. All right. So next up from Confessor Jen, pronoun she, her. I took allergy pills so I could eat two Pillsbury biscuits. I'm allergic to gluten. I like break out in hives in the middle of the night allergic to gluten. Then I took Benadryl and hoped I wouldn't overdose on antihistamines. Still broke out. Still totally worth it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Those biscuits are so fucking good, though. They are. Ugh. Mm. When they, like, they bake up and, like, separate. They self-separate. They're so mm-hmm. freaking buttery delicious. My God. Mm. But, yeah, that's that's kind of sketch, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Be very careful. Yep. That's like, there's this episode of Girls, or not Girls, Broad City, where, uh, Ilana is like trying to eat shellfish because it's a special occasion for her best friend. She loves shellfish and they're at a shellfish dinner and she keeps pushing herself and she keeps getting horrifyingly like just her boils and everything. It's uh, that's what I imagine mm. happened. <laughs> mm. um, next up from Co- Confessor Anonymous, pronoun she, her. Both good news and a confession. I was finally able to pluck a chin hair that had been bothering me for almost a week. I had been trying for so long, but it was one of those hairs that retreats back up into your face if you try and pluck it. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yes. like when you try to run a pair of scissors along a ribbon, you know? Like, if you yep. <laughs> if you do that, and then it successfully, it, like, curls and bounces <laughs> back. I think that's exactly what happens with your nail or, like, tweezers on a chin hair uh, that doesn't yeah, successfully or it breaks. come out. Yes, exactly. And it's and it's just too short to grab with the tweezer, so you just and then you just got a spiky little fucker on your face. Ah. Yes, exactly. Or it like tucks its tail under your chin like a scared dog mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Oh. Um, I I I admit it might be time for a better pair of tweezers. There you go. I wish we could just like use a razor. That would be so much easier. Mm, yeah, but then it grows back weird <laughs> and it's itchy. Yeah. You can wax, I guess, but it's just one hair. Like to, you know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe get a piece Out of duct tape case. and just, yeah, yeah. No, I don't yeah. know. Uh, but better pair of tweezers can work, but there's you, it's still not 100% foolproof. But a good pair of tweezers does make a difference. So check it out. 
All right, next up from Confessor, the eat jizz fly gal. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I remember eat jizz fly. Yes, I remember mm-hmm. that. This is pronoun mm-hmm. she, her. Jordan, I too broke my ass bone. I was high ah. and drunk and slipped down an embankment. I still didn't spill a drop of the wine in my hand at the time, which I was so fucking proud of, but then spent the next 24 (laughs) hours in absolute fucking agony and the following four weeks sitting on a hemorrhoid cushion. Sexy. My tip to you (laughs) is acupuncture. If you're lucky, you too will get a fearless practitioner who will hear your tale of ass woe and promptly put needles in places you didn't know they could or should (laughs) I must confess that I liked it. I liked the needles to my butthole. Perhaps you will too. Only time will tell. (laughs) Oh my God. If anything, I will try this just for the novelty of it. Thank you for that (laughs) suggestion. Are you kidding me? 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 The butthole obsessed queen? Gonna pass up an opportunity to get acupuncture in my freaking butt? Come on. (laughs) I'll report back. (laughs) That's... That is, uh, I'm sorry about your butt, though. That sucks. But, <laughs> but, but I'm glad that uh, you found some something that felt nice and hopefully helped. Um, <laughs> God, freaking, we have to stop breaking our ass bones. There's probably a whole community of ass breakers out there. Uh, mm. All right. Next up, from Confessor Vic, pronounced she, her. So, I've started a new journey into changing my eating, drinking, and exercise habits. As a part of this, I've started drinking a protein shake every day. These are disgusting. I might add. I have tried different methods of making them better, but to no avail. Any suggestions would be much appreciated. Also, as part of this venture, I've started drinking more water. This is something that I have been terrible at my whole life, but in an effort to become a healthier person, I've started drinking a gallon of water a day. This newly developed habit has caused me to have to start scheduling more potty breaks. Holy bejeebus, Batman. I have to pee all the fucking time now. I'm hoping that my body will get with the program and this side effect will not be permanent. But holy fuck, I didn't know a person could pee this much. I feel like a little puppy. Shout out, Coco. That just pees all the time. Hell yeah. When my when my pup was little, I used to wonder how a thing so small could hold that much pee inside her body. I'm now starting to wonder the same about myself. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I drink about a gallon of water a day and you seriously pee at least twice an hour. It's real. And you have to stop before like 8 p.m. Otherwise, you get up in the night and have to pee. Um, depending on how old you are, uh, more frequently you will have to do that. Um, but that's good, though. Yes, drinking water. Yay. Um, I don't like protein shakes either. They really have not found a way to make them taste good yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, if you have any ideas of like a good, delicious protein shakes that don't suck, just let us know. Send them to go to quarantineconfessionspod.com. Send us Click contact. Send us a note. Next up, Confessor, the love bot. The love bot soon (laughs) will be making another run. I'm excited. What's it say? It all started last week when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris appeared in public for the first time on air together. Now that we're all partaking in the campaign remotely, especially with the convention being streamed, I've been watching on platforms with comment windows. You know, the kinds where bots pop up all the time screaming incoherently about MAGA or whatever. I decided, inspired in part by meditation, to engage them with curiosity and compassion. I am now a self-professed love bot. Um, Anytime one of these weirdly anonymous names spouts gunk, I write back asking whether they need a hug. Are you feeling cranky today? I ask. Maybe you need a nap. Or you seem a little confused, and I let the emojis rain down on them. Namaste, hearts, usually blue, hugs and sunshine, flowers and more hugs. It is so affirming and so positive. And here's the thing. 
They have no response. They call me a sheep and I say, here's a hug. Have a lovely day. Now, maybe this does nothing. But compassion and emojis are free. So I say, why not? Yes, lovebot. Kill them with kindness. That's sweet. Talk about like switching up the script too. That's so not what they're expecting, obviously. So even just disrupting that in any way at all, I think is actually a really smart and cool move. And it's, yeah, mm -hmm. hopefully they'll let some of that blue heart into their black hearts. I, um, uh, next up, Confessor Danny pronouns they them rest in peace to the egg carton i drowned i was tipsy got distracted and forgot to close the spigot on the box of wine in my fridge please forgive me for spilling so much wine (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck the eggs save the wine oh Oh my god alcohol abuse alcohol abuse that's so funny dude box wine is making a full comeback it's it's good, though. If you get it in a nice hermetically sealed, hermetically, I guess that's correct, hermetically sealed bag, it can actually keep it fresher and tasting better. So um, and there's a lot of like a, like a box of wine with the aluminum, like the actual like a little carton. It's like a milk carton. Um, there's better ways to to go uh, than corks because we're getting short on corks. There's a cork shortage. And uh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's environmentally conscious too, you know. So yay, box of wine. Unless you're Janine Pirro, then you just it doesn't matter because she's so not environmentally conscious. Uh, she probably drinks like the like whatever wine. I'm gonna have whatever wine has the biggest carbon footprint because I'm Judge Janine Pirro. That's probably. Yeah. I just imagine her sitting at her desk at Fox News with a Camelback fill of it, <laughs> just, mm. just <laughs> sipping on it constantly. <laughs> Um, All right, we have one final confession here, and this is from Sarah in the Las Vegas of England, and pronouns she, her. Lovely Lady Beans, brand new UK listener of only a couple of weeks after driving my garbage truck all through lockdown. uh, Oh my God, okay. After driving my garbage truck all through lockdown, she's called Kim Kartrashian. I have been overwhelmed by the public support and gifts we have received. Beer cookies and cake have been the lockdown gifts of choice and lovely rainbow signs that um, are thanking us made by children. The rainbow has become the symbol for our NHS and key workers. However, I am just gutted to be working with some fucking knuckle-dragging Boris Johnson voters. They're racist, sexist morons, and I'm so tired of their shit. One of them put a nine-inch dildo they found, dirty bastards, on my car windscreen as a joke. The ineffectual management did nothing. I could have gone further up the chain with it, but I have to work here. You know, my life could be made difficult. So confession, my mom, my mom hexed him and she snapped his good ankle. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> confession, my mom hexed him and he snapped his good ankle really badly after just recovering from snapping his other ankle. Shrug. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will go on fighting and calling them out. How they will learn? How will they learn if they don't know what's wrong? I can hear uh, the call of Mary Trump, but as the only woman and the only gay, it's so exhausting. And my mom can't hex everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I oh have a tank God. top that says "Hex the Racists," uh, mm-hmm. and so it's uh, you can get it. I think at Hear Our Voices. If you want to get your mom a "Hex the Racists" shirt for the work that she's done, I think that's wow. That is a true confession right there. Yes, it was. Um, I freaking love that. I do, too. All right. Well, everyone, this has been amazing. Uh, We will see you next week. Please go forth, say, watch five Rachel Meadows and watch the, uh, let's see, what what else is coming up? Um, 
Uh, and uh, I hope there are more indictments of Republicans. That's always fun. So we hope to hear from you soon. Everyone take care, and we will see you next time. Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com.